guys, it's me, Ishita, and today we'll be starting over with another chapter, that is chapter 15 of Matilda. So let's get started. So, uh, yeah, the name of the chapter is the second miracle. Matilda did not join the rush to get out of the classroom. After the other children had all disappeared, she remained at her desk, quiet and thoughtful. She knew she had to tell somebody about what had happened with the glass. She couldn't possibly keep a magnetic secret like that bottled up up inside her. What she needed was just one person, one wise and sympathetic grown-up, who could help her to understand the meaning of this extraordinary happening. Neither her mother nor her father would be any of use at all. If they believed her story, it was all doubtful they would, they would most certainly would fail to realize what an astonishing event it was had taken place in the classroom after after the spur of the moment, Matilda decided that one person she would like to confide in was Miss Honey. Matilda and Miss Honey were now the only two left in the classroom. Miss Honey had seated herself at the table and was rifling through some papers. She looked up and said, Well, Matilda, aren't you going in outside with others? Matilda said, Please, may I talk to you for a moment? Of course you may. What's troubling you? Something peculiar happened to me, Miss Honey. Miss Honey became instantly alert. Even since the two disastrous meetings she had recently about Matilda, first with the headmistress and the second with the dreadful Mr. and Mrs. Wormwood, Miss Honey had been thinking a great deal about this child and wondering how she could help her. And now there was Matilda sitting in the classroom with a curious, exhalated look on her face and asking if she could have a private talk. Miss Honey had never seen her looking so wide-eyed and peculiar before. Yes, Matilda, she said. Tell me what has happened to you that is so peculiar. Miss Trunchbull isn't going to expel me, is she? Matilda asked. Because it wasn't me who put that creature in a jug of water. I promise you it wasn't. I know it wasn't, Miss Honey said. Am I going to be expelled? I think not, Miss Honey said. The headmistress simply got a little overexcited, that's all. Good, Matilda said, but that isn't what I want to talk to you about. What do you want to talk to about me, Matilda? I want to talk to you about the glass of water with the creature in it, Matilda said. You saw it spilling all over Miss Crunchbull, didn't you? I did indeed. Well, Miss Honey, I didn't touch it. I never went near it. I know you didn't, Miss Honey said. You heard me telling the headmistress that it couldn't possibly have been you. Ah, but it was me, Miss Honey. Matilda said, that's exactly what I want to talk to you about. Miss Honey paused and looked carefully at the child. I don't think I quite follow you, she said. I got so angry at being accused of something I hadn't done that I made it happen. What made you happen that? Matilda I made the glass tip over. I still quite understand what do you mean, Miss Honey said gently. I did it with my eyes, Matilda said. I was staring at it and wishing it to tip and then my eyes went all hot and funny with some sort of power came out of them and the glass just toppled over. Miss Honey continued to look steadily at Matilda through her steel-rimmed spectacles and Matilda looked her back as just as steadily. I'm still not following you, Miss Honey said. Do you mean you actually will the glass to tip over? Yes, Matilda said, with my eyes. Miss Honey was silent for a moment. She did not think Matilda was a meaning to tell a lie. It was more likely that she simply allowing her vivid imagination to run away with her. You mean you were sitting there and now you told the glass to topple over and it did something like that, Miss Honey said. Yes. 
something like that, Miss Honey. Yes, if you did that, then it just would be the greatest miracle a person has ever performed since the time of Jesus. I did it, Miss Honey. It is extraordinary, thought Miss Honey. How often small children have flights so fancy like this. She decided to put an end to it as gently as possible. Could you do that again? She asked, not unkindly. I don't know, Matilda said, but I think I might be able to do. Miss Honey now moved the empty glass to the middle of the table. Should I pour water in it? She asked, smiling a little. I don't think it matters, Matilda said. Very well then, go ahead and tip it over. It may set them sign. Take all the time you want, Miss Honey said. I'm not in no hurry. Matilda, sitting in the second row about 10 feet away from Miss Honey, put her elbows on the desk and cupped her face in the hands. And this time she gave the order right at the beginning. Tip, class, tip, she ordered, but her lips didn't move and she made no sound. She simply shouted her words inside her head. Now she concentrated the hold of her mind and her brain and her will up to into heights and once again, but much more quickly than before, she felt the electricity gathering and the power was beginning to surge and the hotness was coming into the eyeballs and then millions of tiny invisible arms with hands on them were shooting out of the glass. And without making any sound at all, she kept on shouting inside her head for the glass to go over. She saw it wobble, then it tilted, and then toppled right over and fell with a tinkle on the table top, not 12 inches from Miss Honey's folded arms. Miss Honey's mouth dropped open and her eyes stretched too wide. You could see the whites all around. She didn't say a word. She couldn't. The shock of seeing the miracle perform had struck her dumb. She gave the glass, leaning well away from it, now as though it might be a dangerous thing. Then slowly lifted her head and looked at Matilda. She saw the child white in the face, as white as paper, trembling all over, the eyes glazed, staring straight ahead and seeing nothing. The whole face was transfigured, and the eyes were round and bright, and she was sitting there speechless, quite beautiful, in a blaze of silence. Miss Honey waited, trembling a little herself, and watching the child as slowly stirred herself back into consciousness, and suddenly, click went her face, and to a look of almost... Seraphic clam. I'm all right, she said and smiled. I'm quite all right, Miss Honey, so don't be alarmed. You seem so far away, Miss Honey whispered, awestruck. Oh, I was. I was flying past the stars on silver wing, Matilda said. It's wonderful. Miss Honey was still gazing at the child in absolute wonderment, as though they were the creation, the beginning of the world, the first morning. It went much quicker this time matilda said quietly it's not possible miss honey was gaping i don't believe it i simply don't believe it she closed her eyes and kept them closed for quite a while and then she opened it again and seemed as though she had gathered herself together would you like to come back and have a tea at my cottage she asked oh i would love to matilda said good gather up your things and we'll meet you outside in a couple of minutes you won't tell anyone about this this thing that I did, will you, Miss Honey? I wouldn't dream of it, Miss Honey said. So, guys, this was all for chapter number 15. I hope you liked it. Please click on the follow button and share it to all of your friends. Till then, take care and bye-bye. I'll meet you in the next chapter.